Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks. Uh, from 889 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Justin Barney. From Milwaukee Film uh, and the World of Jazz, I'm Christopher Pollard. We are Cinebuds. The Milwaukee Film Festival is kicking off with its first spring festival happening May 6th through May 20th. Christopher Pollard, what is the Milwaukee Film Festival? It's just a little piece of heaven here on Earth. That's true. Moving on. (laughs) No, um, it is a two-week, it was actually 15 days, so it's longer than two weeks, 15-day world-class film festival and as we are in a pandemic it will be the second one that we have that is a virtual festival we had one last october it went very very well it was exciting it exceeded our expectations and then we decided to shift our festival uh in the long term to the spring so it's a little bit easier to make that shift when you have two virtual fests almost back to back so mm-hmm. we'll, this is our first spring festival yeah and it's of uh, movies from all over the world and right here at home. The theme is see the world. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about one movie up front. Going to the festival, opening night is always a big deal. And uh, um, it still is virtually. So yeah. let's talk about the opening night film. What is the opening night film? Opening night film is a documentary called Tom Petty, Somewhere You Feel Free. What's it about? It's about Tom Petty. <laughs> oh! And a place wherein he feels free. Um, no, it's a wonderful uh, uh, documentary about the iconic American musician, Tom Petty. Uh, there's great archival footage, new interviews with colleagues, um, and everything to kind of celebrate and survey his life. Um, it traces, it specifically traces the creative process for his uh, album Wildflowers, which was a big album for him, uh, mm-hmm. fueled all of the, some big hits. And uh, it's great because it's just, it's intimate tribute, but it's also not totally glossed over, you know, and shining. It shows the, it shows the bruises too. Um, but it's really, it's really nice. I, I did not realize, I grew up with older siblings So I was introduced to 60s and 70s musicians when I was a kid. So I was very familiar with Tom Petty as a kid, even. Um, And I did not, I honestly, until he passed away, I did not realize how big his legacy was. It kind of, sometimes you don't really understand something until it's gone, uh, to to paraphrase. But yeah, I think that'll be a big hit. And that's going to be the one, I mean, you can see uh, when the festival starts, you can watch whatever you like. But that's the one we're really pushing for that night. What's the name of it? Tom Petty, Somewhere You Feel Free. How many movies do you watch before the festival? I try to watch as many as I can because I want to be able to talk to people about the movies and give recommendations. I'm a little behind this year, which you think I wouldn't because I'm at home. (laughs) 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 No, but I've, I've seen about 12 um okay. which is still just a fraction of what we have i've seen about 12 but i you'll be can't... watching along with us yeah yeah i'll be watching i'll be watching more in the next couple of days too but um definitely i have not seen one i disliked so i've seen some that i'm really excited to talk about well we are going to be talking about movies every single day because we're going to be doing a pick a day for the film festival That's as right. we always do so make sure that you 
pay attention to the feed or check us out at RadioMilwaukee.org to see those daily picks. And they're going to be, usually it's like tied with a with the date, but with this being a virtual festival, you can watch them whenever you want to. That's so right. we're just going to be making suggestions every single day. So keep on top of that. Uh, how can people watch the film festival this year? Go to mkefilm.org slash festival. And that gives you a list of all the movies. Uh, gives you links on how to buy tickets and how to watch your setup. I always suggest people go also to mkefilm.org slash how to fest. How to fest. Because that gives you all the technical details about how to watch at home. It's very easy, actually. Um, yeah, I did it last year and I'm not a, tech, a technical uh, tech savvy person. In the podcast, we're going to be talking more about Christopher's movie suggestions, and I'm going to ask Christopher more about the festival itself. We'll be right back. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Radio Milwaukee runs on community support, and thanks to the Lacey Sadoff Foundation, we have a chance to unlock a $10,000 match, funding the podcast you love for a month to come. Double your support today at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate. And we're back talking about the Milwaukee Film Festival going on May 6th through May 20th. Christopher, there's always like... A couple movies that you have at the festival who have like big stars in them. Yeah. Do you have what are those movies? Oh, for sure. Oh, there's one that there's a particular one that I'm excited about. Actually, one I've watched and is really good. The other one I'm excited to watch. Okay. The one I'm excited to watch is called Cowboys, and it's a feature film debut by Anna Kerrigan, and it has Steve Zahn in it. I saw I saw and I was looking through the thumbnails and yeah. I saw I was like I recognize that guy. What is Steve Zahn in? Oh, Steve Zahn is in a ton of stuff. He's in uh he was in uh <laughs> what's my favorite one? Sahara. I don't know why I choose <laughs> I don't know why I choose that as the first one, but I genuinely It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I remember seeing it in the budget theater. Yeah. Uh, I love I love him in that. He's one of those he's one of those guys who you're like probably don't know his name but you're like oh yeah i've seen i've seen this guy before he, most recently he was an uncle frank which we talked about on our show which he was oh, yeah. very very good in um he was in in the 90s he had like a lot of a lot of play in the early 2000s but now he's actually grown and doing a lot more like because i remember being in goofy movies and now he's more stately uh, he's in Safe Man, he, Out of How Sight. How could I forget? Yeah, he's in Out of Sight, the St- Steve uh, Steven Soderbergh movie, uh, Suburbia, etc. Um, okay. But yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. But uh, yeah, he's getting into some more interesting stuff, which is great because I thought he kind of disappeared a little bit. But it's a great film about a man who uh, he sort of takes his uh, son his trans son because uh his mother and other people are having a hard time accepting his son as he is and he takes him and they go out on this kind of western adventure together the thumbnail Uh, says goes on the lamb and anytime i see the phrase on the lamb i'm like i'm in 
Oh yeah. <laughs> we're we're on an adventure here. Yeah, absolutely. So that one is exciting. I watched uh one called The Dry the other day, which is an Australian kind of mystery thriller. Uh and it's got uh Eric Bana in it, uh who you may know as the worst Hulk, but <laughs> <laughs> But um, especially in his early days of Romper Stomper, he was like an indie, really exciting indie actor. But now he's been in a ton of ton of big movies. Um, and uh, ex- I, ex- I excuse the the bad Hulk. That wasn't his fault. One movie that I am excited about that I've been seeing everywhere is Some Kind of Heaven. Yeah. Some Kind of Heaven is about like a retirement community in Florida. Yeah. And I know the director is like 23 years old or like something um, wild like that but i've been seeing it just like looks so pleasant and fun have you seen that one yet i have not seen that one uh however uh, anna has and you, you trust anna i, I do you trust, trust anna, anna. Yes, anna is, has been saying this one is her big feature i mean besides all the shorts and this is her big feature length pick and it is about uh the villages which is uh the world's largest retirement community in located in central florida and as anna says of course it is <laughs> right um, but yeah, that one is a lot of fun. I asked about, is there a really funny film at the festival? And I got a few answers and, but some kind of heaven apparently is, uh, there's a lot of laughter in that one too. Well, um, with the festival, there's always, uh, you can like peek through and kind of like sort things by your film programs. You got Cinecin Fronteras, Gender Queer, yeah. Teen Screen, Sound Visions, Shorter is Better, Cream City Cinema, yeah. Uh, what are some what are some good ones here? Well, since we're on uh, Radio Milwaukee, I would like to point out a couple from the Sound Vision section, which is Ooh, all our let's do mus- all our music films. There's a really cool double feature in here. We uh, first of all, obviously, we're going to have Stop Making Sense again. Yes, never not going to have that. You have to form your own dance party at home. But um, there's two films oh, I think would be a great double feature: Sisters with Transistors. And you pair that with Underplayed. So Sisters with Transistors, narrated, first of all, by Lori Anderson, who is kind of um, this master to me. She's this very experimental, interesting musician, performance artist from the 80s. I'm a big fan. Now, first of all, why, why do you have this stuff? What do you do with this? Uh, well, this is how I make a living. But, I, mean, <laughs> I just wanted to be introduced as a composer. And to start to point out how hard it was for women to be taken seriously as creators of music. This is the story of women who hear music in their heads. But Sisters of Transistors uh, is this uh, documentary that restores the centrality of women on the origins of electronic music. When we talk about electronic music, apparently women have not been talked about in the formation of it as much as they should have been. And this documentary kind of tries to set that right. Yeah. Then you go to Underplayed, which is uh, this summer festival season. They kind of use that as the backdrop to uh, illuminate how women are underrepresented in the current electronic music industry. Oh, I just find it so, yeah, it's such a perfect parent. It's so interesting that there's two films that came out right now. One about how women were not given their due in creating this kind of genre and industry and they are currently being underplayed (laughs) within it even though there are these stars within it so i think that's fascinating that we have both of them and i think that would be amazing pitchfork just did an article about uh women's influence in electronic music too 
Oh, that's great. I th- I'm hoping there's this whole movement to kind of write that. And that's what that article, maybe these films are, are kind of trying to do because yeah. just watching the trailer, I'm excited to watch these just watching the trailer. It's just, it's so it, you see all these incredible musicians that are making this wonderful work. What is, uh, so like your baby is arts and artists, or at least that's what I think of. I do love, I do love those films. Yeah. Is there a good arts and artists ones? No, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, there is tons. Just kidding. Nope. Uh, no, no, no. Um, one that I'm excited about is a dance film. I really, I don't know what has happened to me, but in since I've been working from walkie film, I've discovered all these incredible docs about dance and I am not interested in dancing myself. Like I don't want to dance. I want to sit in right. a seat and watch other people dance, but I'm fascinated every year. I'm looking for the, <laughs> the dance doc. <laughs> sure, always loves butts. So there's, you know, I love you. Got to shake your butt, and that's what I appreciate true, about dance. True, is everyone shakes their butt a little bit. And so, what is that one? This one's called "Can You Bring It?" Bill T. Jones and D. Man in the Waters. Oh, so it's yeah. legendary choreographer Bill T. Jones. Um, they it's a it's a doc uh, that kind of illustrates the way in which dance addresses the toll of the AIDS epidemic particularly in the LGBT community. So anyway, it features Bill T. Jones and they kind of uh, wrap the film around uh, this dance class at Loyola University. But Bill T. Jones, I've always heard about him referenced in all these uh, incredible dancers, just always reference him as such an influence in this major choreographer. So it's I'm excited to watch this one. Christopher, like what kind of work goes into this week, like leading up to the festival for you? What's it all like for in the office? Um, it's honestly at, at this point, I mean, there's obviously a lot of last minute stuff that has to be wrapped up, but our, I feel like most of our staff has been there quite a while or was just generally very good at what they do. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, for it? I think, yeah, we're definitely ready for it, but obviously there's a lot of stuff that's still in place. I'm doing a lot of customer service and making sure everyone at home uh, me and others are making sure that they have access to everything they need to get started when we launch. Uh, we're still getting guests set up for our uh, our um, nightcap series, which is uh, interviews every night of the festival at eight o'clock uh, on YouTube and Facebook with uh, directors and subjects of films, actors, things like that. So we're still getting all that aligned, um, you know, just crossing our T's and dotting our I's. But definitely from everything I can see, we're all pretty ready. Right on. And um, yeah. this is the first spring one. What's the benefit of going to spring? And is it going to be spring for the rest of time now? Well, I mean, we're always we're always flexible. We'll see how it goes. Um, never say never. But right. uh, I, I will say it was one of the choices at Milwaukee Film that when it came up, I could see all the staff go smiling and shake their head yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're all excited about it. Well, one of the major advantages is that spring is kind of an empty field for us. Like there's not a lot of other major festivals going on around that time that we, that we're now in, Mm. which makes it much easier for us to grab uh, kind of higher profile films. Cause sometimes there's a bit of competitiveness about what film could premiere where and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So if something's premiering and it's a little bit after ours, we can't get it even though it's technically, you know, available. So, it has a chance to get us some uh, some some really good films that we might uh, miss otherwise. 
a little closer to Sundance too, which is nice because then by the time fall comes, all those Sundance ones have already come out or have been bought up or et cetera. Mm-hmm. So anyway, a little bit better access to films. Uh, honestly, I feel like the weather is going to be really helpful. True. We had a really good waiting in yeah. lines outside in October did yeah. get a bit dicey. We had a really good run for the September when, when it was September. It we just got that fine line between where it got too cold, right. but it was still kind of crisp and nice. But I think this is a perfect time too. And uh, like people are going to be doing stuff outside too. But like I, I have I have a lot of friends who are very very outdoorsy. They in no way spend every moment outside, and they and they definitely see movies. So I genuinely think it'll be a nice addition to do all the fun outdoor stuff and then go see a movie and then go back outside and go eat at an outside cafe or something, you know? Yeah. I think it's going to be a very nice addition to that season. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, Milwaukee film festival, May 6th through May 20th, we're going to be doing picks every day. So, you know, make sure that you're listening, tuning in. Let's all, well, let's all watch together. You know? Yeah. And I'm also going to quickly say, uh, on two more films stray is a great Ooh. doc about dogs that is delightful and sad but not too sad and a really funny interesting like heartbreaking and mostly funny and strange film is called potato dreams of america which i just watched and i really enjoyed it it's a very interesting movie is it about a potato dreaming of america no it's about a young man uh living in the I think eighties or nineties in Russia who is gay and his, his name is potato. And then they moved to the United States. That is very funny. Yeah. His name's potato, which I mean, just knowing that there's a character named potato gives you a vibe <laughs> yeah. of the film that I think is pretty accurate. That's funny. Yeah. I like, it. okay. Uh, you can watch by going to Milwaukeefilm.org. MKEfilm.org. MKEfilm.org. Yeah. All right. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Huzzah! We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. Huzzah again. My girlfriend hates it when I say huzzah. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to do it a lot. <laughs> um, uh, our theme song is from mu- Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Oh, the Newsk. We get support from Associated Bank, who also supports the film festival. They do. Thank you for all the stuff. And we get support from our members of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. I'll be talking with you every day for the next three weeks. True. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. And uh, thank you for the person who works every single day for film and for Milwaukee and to make our lives better. The one and only Christopher I thought for sure it was Ewan McGregor this time, but that's okay. Nope. We'll be seeing you every single day for the festival. Yeah, just capture me in your mind and I'll be there. Bye.